I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Attainable Podcast. I am so excited that you are here. I'm so excited that you're listening. I'm hoping you're listening, because if you're watching, I I literally have to apologize. I'm so sorry. My need for a proper podcast studio is unreal. Um, like, and I'm gonna, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna do something like in my house, or I'm not gonna do something out of my house. I'm not gonna go rent a studio or anything. I just, one, I don't think Charleston really has that, and I don't know, that just doesn't seem feasible to me. I have plans to redo my office and make it less of an office and more of a studio space for content and content of any kind from videos to audio like this and photography and like a bunch of things um but obviously that's gonna be some monies and but I do have really exciting plans for the podcast this year and especially the visual experience of the podcast this year I want to upgrade equipment all the kind of things however if you're watching listen yes we were on my my bedroom's bathroom or my gosh my bedroom's floor I almost said bedrooms, bathrooms, floor. No, my bedroom floor. It's just kind of one of those times. But honestly, it fits the vibe a little bit. We are going to, we're. It, it's a solo episode. It's going to be us chilling and chatting. And actually, I've been keeping a list of things that I wanted to chat with you about. And I love these. I love these. Honestly, like these are my favorite types of like types of podcasts I just I love feeling like I'm in conversation with you um and so yeah but if you are watching on YouTube can you give can you comment on this video if you are watching I see that we have numbers watching on YouTube but it's different when you actually see people's responses so I would love to know that you're watching on YouTube just say hey like I'm here and I I just want to see you um if you're watching on Spotify head to our Instagram and let us know that you are watching on Spotify. Um, And let us know if you're listening on Spotify. Honestly, just head to Instagram. Let me know how you intake this content. I'm curious to see how how people consume the podcast. But anyway, um, how have you guys been? It's been a pretty good week. Um, We just, my my husband and I, you guys know Joseph, obviously. We just had our like Sunday finances meeting. No, this is not something we do every Sunday. Um, should we? Yeah, but and and that's I guess that's what we're starting now because I implemented something called the life deck and I started doing it for just my life and then I realized, wait, I'm married. So this is a joint contribution. And so um I like presented it to him, literally plugged in my computer to the tv so that we could see it and so we went through the slides and i think this is one of the most genius things that i've ever done so the life deck is essentially literally it's a slide like it's a powerpoint slide okay i have it on google docs or google what is it called google slides um and you know but in the marketing world we call it a deck so i'm gonna say it like that because it sounds cuter to be honest. Um, and it outlines all of our accounts, every account everywhere, which when you get married and you actually have to merge with somebody, that's hard like for your own finances and then doing it when you're merging with somebody. Like it's super important just to know where everything is. 
depending on you and your partner's like situation. Um, so we outlined like every account that either of us had anywhere. We outlined our financial goals and then we took a look at all of our bills as well as other spending, which for us, we have like our regular bills, like obviously mortgage, electricity, water, like the things that literally have to happen. And then we put in under other spending, the things that we also want to be regularly contributing to an account for. For us, that was groceries. Monthly groceries will both contribute to the checking account for that. Um, We have like a budget around that for travel and for house expenses. So we'll have a regular savings account or we have a regular savings account for um, saving it for travel and then saving it for um, house expenses. I've talked about like how I consider how I've done my travel account before and it's similar to it's the same as how we're considering the house account and then the travel account. What that is, it is it it's a regular contribution to the account so that when we go to plan a trip, we're not all of a sudden having to start saving from the time that we want to go on a trip. We have a a place, we have an account where we are constantly investing in in order to save for, say, we want to go to Italy in July and we decide that in May, we would like to have you know a little bit more of a buffer than just a couple months to save for that. And this can be applied to anything. This is applied to anything that you want to start investing in um, or having a regular, you know, monetary deposit into. So we also have a house one. Um, houses cost money, obviously. And, you know, for home improvements, especially when you're in your first, like, I'd say, I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm going to guess for our first five years. You're actually, that's a lie. You're always doing home improvements. And so it's just something that we know. Like we want to be able to have a place where if something breaks, we can dip into that. If we want to do a major renovation, we can dip into that, whatever. So anyway, that's how we do that. We've got bills, the other spending. And then we also had um, how we are distributing money. So just understanding this is our, you know, we're just now like merging. We have our joint accounts. We're just now merging that. How much of my paycheck am I depositing into the joint account? Where is that going? X, you like whatever, et cetera, et cetera. On here as well, I uh, put in our credit cards and I am also outlining all of our income streams. That's really applicable to me. I'm the complicated one. Um, He's got like just one straightforward, like he has his job as an engineer, but then for mine, I've got uh, my nine to five job. I've got my influencing with influencing, then comes like you, you're usually part of several affiliate programs, like to know it, Amazon. So checking all those, like all that kind of stuff. And so I was just like, I need to know where money's coming from. So I have a thing for our income streams. And then I also ha- put a thing, uh, a, when I say a thing, I mean a slide, um, a slide for our rewards programs and our points programs. This is honestly literally like Hilton, Delta, United Airlines, like that kind of stuff. Um, Anywhere that we are gathering points, I think that's important, especially if you travel, like that's something to keep track of. Like I want to know, you know, I remembered that Joseph is like a huge Hilton member because he um, he's like one of the top tiers or something. And just because he travels for work, so he gets a lot of points there. So when I went to New York, one of those nights was paid for by his points. Thank you, hun. But like it's that kind of stuff. Like when I'm doing like booking flights sometimes I forget that I have a Hilton number or that I have a sorry like a Delta number or a United Airlines number you know I forget that stuff and so these flights aren't being counted like that's important it's important to know it's important to like 
remember what these are and I just wanted these in the same place we'll probably put our TSA information as well so that when either of us are booking our flights or something like we both know each other's TSA information because we have TSA pre-check anyway it's just like something that I I thought about it one day and a deck seemed like the best place to do it and so I'm just going to keep adding to it like anything that seems relevant anything I just want it there. I'm also, um, I got a new, honestly, a while ago, I got a little file box uh, and I then I just literally got the hanging file folders folders for it. It's really cute. It's like a wooden box. Anyway, so that's where like tax information is. And then I scanned in, I scanned my 2021 taxes uh, because I did not have those in digital form and now they are in the drive. Like I'm just trying to get all that stuff and easy access and so I'm just making my way through these kind of things I it excites me to have a file organizer I also got some organization stuff for the car um which I don't think I've updated you guys on guys I got a new car I bought a new car in January it feels very cool oh my god I just realized I'm gonna have to start making car payments and I haven't started making those because I don't think those start until next month interesting i'm gonna have to add those to the life deck um but anyway got a new car and i don't think i really talked about this to you guys because it it was a point of complaining so like why would i tell you um my previous car was a piece of shit guys i drove a piece of shit for years years it got to the point where like i had to do something for work in charlotte and i looked at joseph i was like do we, do I want to take the Ford to Charlotte? And he was like, honestly, no. And like, that's a three hour drive. I don't, and a, for me, like a car is a car. A car is meant to take me places. So if I'm considering if this car can get me to my destination, that's like not really great. Plus when it rained outside or rained on the inside, if it was raining outside and I was driving, you could guarantee that there was going to be rain on me and the windows are closed. It would rain from the ceiling. It was so bad. I cannot, there, everybody's going to have a different experience. I know this. Everybody has their own preferences Um, based on my expertise, which comes from me owning a Ford Focus and then my friend owning another type of Ford that was, what are those things called? It's a car that kind of looks like a bug. Not like a bug, like Volkswagen bug, but like a literal bug, like an insect. What do they call those? Hatchbacks. Hatchback. Did she have a hatchback? I, oh, I'm so bad at cars. Anyway, she had a car that was not a sedan. Anyway, she had a Ford and they did the exact same thing. And uh, mine was a 2014 when Ford had all these like transmission issues. I'm not a car person. I just said that. I'm not a car person. How do I know that? Because I had so many issues. I They had like this a couple years where they had this transmission that it's literal shit. My car would go da, 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 like shake when I press the gas, which of course is kind of a necessary um, part of being in a car is accelerating to go forward. I, I used to like, <laughs> it's so funny because I would especially when I was in the car. And that's when you really want to talk shit about the cars when you're in the car. I would try and refrain from talking shit about the car while I was in the car. Or I would like counteract it with something positive because I was literally afraid she was going to crap on me, out on me out of spite. And I was like, you can't. And I would have driven that car until it stopped in the road and died. And a professional told me that that car would never run again. But Joseph got 
I mean, he was like, you literally have to get a new car. Like, you just have to get a new car. And we knew 2023 was going to be the year for that. And so here we are. I have a new car. And damn, I love her. Got a Mazda 6 from Stokes Mazda on Ashley Phosphate if you're a Charleston person. They're awesome. I didn't realize, like, I had no idea. I didn't purposely go to Stokes Mazda. And if you are, like, from the area, then... Or, like... Any area that you're from, you know that there is some sort of car dealership that constantly has jingles on the radio, on TV, like whatever, for whatever reason. Like I've heard of Stokes Mazda so much and I had I didn't know where they were. I had no interest in them. And then we were like bopping around between CarMax and like a different, some other dealership like somewhere. And we were on our way home and it was on the way home and just was like, let's stop at the Mazda dealership, pop in. And I realized it's Stokes Mazda that I've been hearing the jingle my entire life and yep no they actually are the best like literally such a good team they're so sweet I dealt with Michael if you go and Michael is my best friend I can literally call Michael right now and ask him questions about my car I can roll up and say Michael I don't know what this button does and Michael will tell me I love them I love them. I can't speak high, like more highly about them. But yes, I got a Mazda 6. She's a 2021. That sounds right. And we put a little mini car vacuum in her. I'm going to be recording a TikTok about my car organization because this is going to be different. This car is getting treated like a queen. Like a queen. Um, I got a little mini car vacuum. I've got a little organizer for the trunk. I've got a little folder thing that holds my insurance cards and my registration and all that kind of stuff for the car. I just, I've got a, I've got a, what are those things? A charger. Got a charger in the car. I didn't have a car charger. Not because the car, like my Ford couldn't have a car charger in it is because I was disorganized, but now I have a car charger. I've got this little goop stuff that, that gets dust so I can pull it out and like rub it all over the car and it gets the dust off of stuff or something. I don't know. We're just becoming better car owners. So I'm just in this place of, I don't know, it feels like everybody's January, that whole January feeling where you're like up and at them, way to go, like whatever. That happened to me like a little bit later, but I'm completely here for it. We're also back in the gym. So happy to be back in the gym. We joined the gym like, I don't know, sometime last year, um, towards the end of the year, because Joseph really wanted to join the gym. And so we went, joined our local, local gym, and then homie decided to bail out. Not because he doesn't go to the gym, because he joined a different gym. He got, like, a personal trainer and stuff. He goes to a, a gym, and he goes there three times a week, and they work his ass off. So then I just had this gym membership, and I wasn't going in the morning. So I was like, oh, I'll go in the afternoons. No, that doesn't happen. One, there are days when, like, I never know what my day is going to look like. There are days that I'm working till 6, 6.30. Like, I just don't know what my day is going to look like. And if the sun is, like looking like it's gonna go down I don't want to go to the gym I don't know why my motivation is not for the afternoon it's not and I want it no I don't want it to be because the mornings are just where I'm at so then I started I used to be a 5 a.m girl college college I woke up at 5 a.m I was at our little on-campus gym 5 15 5 30 doing god knows what and I was there for like an hour hour and a half and then and I didn't have classes till like nine, nine thirty, ten. Like, I don't know who she was. Um, I could probably still do five again, but no, we are six a.m. 
We're at the gym around 6.30. I'm totally not going to lie. Right now, I get a mango yuzu citrus on the way to the gym. It's li- I literally consider it pre-workout. I do get it watered down. The mango yuzu citrus thing is becoming a problem. I will only talk about it for a moment because I feel like I should have an embarrassment about it. Um, I have minimal embarrassment about it. Actually, I have no embarrassment about it because once again, embarrassment... Em- Embarrass feeling embarrassed is a wasted emotion. Wow, we're going all over the place today, but truly, like, let's talk about this for a second. Embarrassment is a wasted emotion. You're going to feel it. There are going to be days when you feel embarrassment, but I truly feel that it's a wasted emotion. And it's an emotion that some people feel a lot. Like, I've got friends or just people that I know that it, they feel that often. Like, they feel embarrassed by. The smallest things are like, you know, if you're in the middle of a grocery store and your favorite song comes on, are you going to do a little jig or is that embarrassing? That kind of stuff. I'm like, that's so like there have been sure times when I've been embarrassed, but it's usually when it's like if I've said something ignorant or if I have had a poor showing of character. But other than that, like embarrassment is totally rooted in shame. And I've just never, never been into that. My my mom um and i think i think this might even come from my mom she had this she was you know she's a teacher and she was talking to this woman and um or she, i don't know she was doing something and she saw this other person uh this woman and she she didn't know who this woman was and so to her this was a stranger in the school and she wasn't rude to her But I guess it was clear that she didn't know who she was. And the woman was like, I, I work here. I I teach on, I teach here. I'm literally a teacher. We teach the same kids, but she was in a different subject or something. And my mom was like, oh, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I'm an asshole and I, I should know that. And I don't, I literally, I don't get off this hall. And so I'm so, so sorry. Um, I should know who you are. And it's just like that ownership that I think makes kind of mitigates the any em- embarrassment. Like obviously in that moment, you know, you feel like, oh my gosh, I should have known that. But it's not something to dwell on. She just took ownership about it. She was like, whoa, that was an asshole move. Sorry. I should know who you are. And now I do. And then you kind of just move on from it. But back to the original topic. Yes, I yes, I get mango yuzu every day. I'm considering making moves for that not to be an addiction of my life. I'm considering it. Um, I'll let you know how that goes. The Unlimited Sip Club has a hard chokehold on me. Um, Anyways, but yes, going to the gym at 6 a.m., loving it. I do think that I need to be a little bit better about having an actual regimen. If you asked what I was like at the gym, I would tell you, that it's like if you took a nine-year-old and you gave them a mango yuzu citrus lemonade from Panera and just kind of let them run. I'm a big, big monkey bars girl. I'll start on the treadmill and I'll walk for a little bit on like an incline for like 10 minutes to warm up or something. Then I'll bebop over to the machine where I push push the thing with my legs and I'll do that like a couple times. I'm not real good at counting. Um, I go to this ab machine that I like. It's so chaotic. I am, I'm a chaotic 
gym goer. I have no idea what I'm doing. I And I like being there. I like knowing that I'm doing something like I'm exercising. I'm doing, you know, sometimes I'll get like a mat out or I'll do like more Pilates work or sometimes I'll try and practice a handstand. Like literally this is me at the gym. I feel like I should have more of a regimen. And I went to the gym with one of my buddies this week and he's like a gym guy, like literal he is a bodybuilder. And so, and he knows all that stuff. He understands like macros or like how to eat. And he literally, he was like, so today's a push day. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I don't even have leg day. I don't. And he asked like before, he texted me before the gym. He's like, what do you want to work out today? I was like, mm, homie, I literally, and I told him how I'm, what I'm like at the gym. I was like, so whatever we work out today is going to be fine with me. But I do feel like I should have more of a regimen with how I work out. Just being more purposeful about it. Like having a, yeah, more purpose behind the gym. Like I want to get stronger. I want to get more toned, I think. I don't really know. I go to the gym because it makes me feel good. And I think that is the primary reason and it should be my primary reason. I do think I could be more organized there. So if you have any suggestions, I'm totally all ears. Um, I, if you go back uh, a while ago, we had Lauren Glencross on, who is one of my best friends. And so I definitely um, Snapchatted her and is, I'm asking for her, um, her help with the whole like workout regimen thing. Just so I know, I just, just having a plan, you know what I mean? I'm cool with doing this. I think I'm cool with doing the same thing at the gym over and over again. If I like those, if I like the things, I don't have to like everything, but generally if I like the routine, I'm cool with having like a routine. I think that would actually do me a lot of good. On a completely different topic, um, I had my first, I literally wrote this down to talk about and I literally, I, okay, I had my first bout of rage. I'm going to be really vulnerable here, but it's okay um, because I, I don't even feel like it's that vulnerable. I don't know. So here's the thing. Um, I have been on the pill, like birth control, for, since I was like 16 and um, getting married, I wanted something a little bit different, something a little bit more reliable. You know what I mean? And because for me... Taking a pill, at, it gave me anxiety to, like, take a pill at a certain time and I would miss it. Like, it, I'm just not the best candidate for the pill. So, I was considering an IUD or the arm, the rod in your arm or whatever, and I actually decided to do the rod in my arm. Next one on, and listen, if you have, and I'm sure everybody does, but, like, truly, if you have opinions about birth control, we we need to just keep that in our inner circles like you and me we right here you listen to the podcast like you and me can vibe you know what i mean and like in your inner circles with girlfriends like i talk about birth control but i think when when we when that gets like onto the internet into comment sections it gets a little crazy like people can get really really up in arms about birth control listen everybody is different i am not telling you to do what i'm doing i'm not telling you to get an explanation i got an explanation because i had and i will i will tell you exactly why so that you know my understanding but i want you to do your own research and you to do your own thing um if it's something you're considering i had a good review from a friend she told me good experiences from her friends. I also had a friend who told me about her friend's bad experiences. So I knew both. And then I spoke with my doctor about what I think would be best. I researched it myself and finally decided on Nexplanon. Um, And so whatever. But anyway, I when I got married, I wanted a new birth control. And trying to get in with my doctors, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is with the medical 
industry right now, but getting in with doctors is atrocious. And I'm I'm super pro having a regular medical team. Um, like I want one general practitioner, I want one OBGYN, like, and I want them all in the same network, and I want everybody to be talking to each other, especially when it comes to Joseph. Um, he, if you did not know, is type one, and so like all his endocrinologists, like, I just, I want us to have, like, I think we really don't think of medical teams like we used to, like having a general practitioner. I just don't think that we, um, at least I really didn't like put as much value in that as I do now. Like it was, you would go to like the minute clinic and things. And like the minute clinic for me, I'll go, here's, here's a, well, here's a problem. Like when I have cold, when I have flu, when I have like a quick thing where I just need to be checked up really fast, given cold medicine and leave, I go to minute clinic. I think that's really dumb, but it's because I literally cannot get into my doctor. And that's like a whole issue in itself. But so getting into my OBGYN, like doing all that stuff, I had to uh, switch insurances because my original insurance did not cover uh, birth control at all. And so I had to switch to Joseph's um, insurance, which I'm so, 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 so grateful for. Uh, go marriage. And um, had to do that and then get the appointment. And the appointment I had to like wait months for. And the day of the appointment, my alarm did not go off. And I missed it. And I literally, I got on the phone. I was like, can I, can I get there? Like, I'm going to leave now. And they were like, no, we're going to have a reschedule. And they couldn't reschedule me for like, I think it was two months, something like that, something like two months. And I like hung up the phone and, and mind you as well, I had stopped my birth control because it, it came to the point where I needed to refill it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to refill this like prescription for the pill when I know I'm going to be switching in a couple weeks. So there was probably like a hormonal thing there. I hung up the phone and I was alone in the house. And this We're going to make this a very lighthearted subject. I just think this is funny. Um, and I screamed. I'm not joking. I screamed. I've never screamed in my entire life. Maybe when I was a toddler or something. Highly doubtful. But like I, it was literal rage. And for me, anger has always been a choice I've always considered and this is something like I think we totally go into like deeper conversation with I've considered anger to be a choice most of my life like I if something's really bothering me if a friend has made me angry if something has really made me angry I consider that very much a me problem I do not blame anger on external forces and I also do not get angry very often it takes a lot for me to get angry I'll get sad I'll get sad. You sad girl hours? Sure. 100%. Angry? I don't get angry. Mm, and this was a literal rage. I have never experienced rage. And it was terrifying and also freeing. I literally, I sat there on my bed and just wide mouth, I just hung up the phone and screamed just man I was just mad you know I eventually switched to screaming into the pillow because I realized my neighbors might think that I was getting murdered um it was wild I Joseph was like do you need to see somebody like and I was like no and I texted my other my one friend um who I she I've never seen her temper she says she has a temper and so I was like I feel like if somebody's gonna understand 
having a moment of temper. It's going to be her. So it's like texting her or whatever. But it took me hours to come down. And I, I think that's quite, I mean, it wasn't a small deal because I was extremely frustrated. Like we, I had been going through like stuff for months to get this appointment. And then I had to like move it. And I mean, it got to the point where like I was calling other doctor's offices. I was like, can somebody just get me in? Obviously, got, I got an appointment eventually. Um, that was a little bit sooner than the one they had originally given me. But it was so interesting. And I literally just wanted to talk about it because I'd never heard of anybody talk about rage before. And I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like a good thing. Like, I definitely don't think it's a good thing. Um, I did bring it up with my therapist. If you're wanting to know if a professional person has weighed in in their opinion, absolutely. She was very supportive. She was like, sometimes you just need that, dude. Like, sometimes you just need that. Scream into a pillow. Like, whatever. You know, it's upsetting. It's fine. And I was like, thank you. Her name is also Sarah. Um, All the best ones are. Um, funnily enough, my friend that I texted uh, about my rage was also Sarah. So a lot of Sarah's, um, having hand in this thing, but it was, it was, I just, I was fascinated by my reaction. So my question to you, like self-reflection, um, have you ever screamed? Have you ever screamed? And you know what? It's so, okay. So I had a TikTok a while ago that I made, I don't know if I ever posted it about how I wished that I was a yeller. And this comes down to like, so how do you, I, I want to know what, one, do you get mad? Are you somebody who gets mad? Two, how do you get mad? Because I think the, that people, I'm fascinated by people who get angry because again, I really don't get angry. I haven't gotten angry since then. Um, It just takes a lot for me to get angry. And so when people really are able to harness anger, you, and I don't want to say use it because it's not something to wield. I think that, that, you know, can lead to not great reactions. But um, if if you are somebody who experiences anger, I want to know how you experience anger. Like, this should honestly be a whole episode. Like, how do people experience anger? Are you a silent person? Or, like, I know somebody, I know people who, and I would say healthily, like, are yellers. Like, people come, my, some of my friends come from households of yellers. And it's not a, you know, that, you know, there are absolutely toxic environments where that is not, it is not a, used in an effective way. I, and some may say that yelling is never okay. But I've also been in the room with some families that are yelling and it's literally just because they're loud and they're Italian. But I, I was like, I've never heard, I literally actually, this happened a couple of weeks ago. My, I was with a friend and her dad got mad at her and she, he was to me, who and this it really wasn't yelling he raised his voice but like i did not come from a household of raised voices at all um no neither good or bad like whatever but um i had never heard yelling out of love before and this was literally i was like oh my gosh like i can tell obviously like he's upset but like i've never heard what i would call like healthy yelling i was like i totally understand the point that he's trying to get across and there have been times when like yelling from from me was warranted i should have had more of a reaction than i i did in certain situations and so i had i i made this tiktok saying that i admire i admire yellers and sometimes i wish i was a yeller sometimes i wish that i knew how to communicate anger and because sometimes you really I don't do you, well question let's pose the question do you think that there are times when yelling is warranted do you think there are times when it is good like I'm telling you that if somebody really like 
hurt me in some way. And I had the chance to go up to them and tell them exactly what they did and how I felt and how that hurt me. I'm not sure I could do it. But is that something that's worth doing? We're getting philosophical. Is that something that's worth doing? If Because so, I had the chance once. I was really hurt. Something really shit happened. And then I got the chance where we were going to talk about it. And I could have gone off and I didn't. I was and I prepped myself. I was so angry. This was a point where I was angry. And my mom and dad, like, would we, you know, you talk through things and you were able to say your anger a lot of times to other people. Um, or like, you know, you have the things that you want to say. I want and all the way leading up to that, I had a speech. I had exactly what I want to say. I got to that phone call and I literally I was like, I have nothing to say to you. Which some may say is like a better response. And and I don't regret how I reacted, but part of me wonders what it would have felt like to say everything, say, really say everything. I watch movies, which movies are not the way to judge life, obviously, but I watch movies where people are really able to, to yell and react. Think of friends. People have like, they've yelled in friends. Think of when somebody has yelled in friends. Obviously, it's not like a dangerous thing but it's communicating anger and two people going back and forth communicating their anger I'm just like I'm fascinated I'm literally fascinated by how people do that so yeah do you get angry one how do you get angry and do you think that if you had the chance to really like give it to a person that really hurt you and I'm saying I'm not saying did they deserve it. This is assuming they deserve it. I'm saying is it worth it? Is it worth yelling at them? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Um, and from like, I'm, it just makes me like think about my childhood and like the way I grew up. And this actually, this week I was reminded of a story of my childhood that I cannot believe I'm gonna share like so this is I grew up in a very um I grew up quite sheltered I grew up quite sheltered and I was 100% like the little church kid and that's great I had a wonderful wonderful childhood but there are sometimes when my naivety I'm looking back and I'm like oof oh that is so cringe that is so this is one of those moments and here's the thing. Um, let's let's bring it back a little bit to actually bring it forward, sort of, since we're talking about my childhood. Anyway, to college. When uh, Joseph and I, we met in third grade. We started dating in college. And, you know, we were dating, we were hanging out. And there was a time when Joseph said, hey, like, come over. All my friends are here. I want you to meet my friends. Well, he opens the damn door. And it's my, my, it's my middle school class. Like, I literally went to elementary middle school with these kids. So I'm like, hey, haven't seen you since I was weird and awkward and chubby. Like, great. So I'm, and now all these people were in my wedding. Like, I, my wedding was a reunion of Gold Hill Elementary and Middle School, which I adore. With that came these people who remembered memories about me that I don't remember. And one of his groomsmen, um remembers this and told me this later and I 100% believe him this is 100% a thing that I, I would do and now I find it hysterical and so cringe I so we if, did anybody play upward basketball 
upward basketball. It was a Christian basketball league. And, and anyway, it was huge in my town and I did upward basketball. I was horrific. I was laughable at basketball. I don't know why I did it, but I was on the upward basketball team. And uh, again, I was a very sheltered, naive middle, middle school kid. So our friends were our friend Christoph and then uh, a person, I, I mean, he's kind of a friend of theirs. I haven't talked to him in years, but this kid, Tony, were, I guess, on the court and they were like playing before a game. I don't know. They were just like messing around, whatever. And they were cursing because, you know, we were 12 and it's like normal. That's normal. I mean, no, I shouldn't think, I don't think 12 year olds should curse, but like, to me, that was egregious. I marched my happy hiney over there. Oh my God, guys. Guys. I looked them dead in the eye. I need you to imagine this, okay? Especially imagine that my hair was probably atrocious and my basketball shorts were like right at my hips and like going below my knees. And I had the dumbest basketball shoes ever. Just like boom, 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 myself over there. I look them dead in the eye. And I said, you are ruining the Lord's work. What the hell? Literally, what the hell? What the hell is that? When Christoph told me that, I was like, no, I didn't. He was like, Sarah, yes, you did. He was like, that is the most vivid memory I have of you, which perfection, perfection. That's the stamp I left on somebody. That's awesome. Um, Just, oh my God. I like, I'm like, oh my God. It's so, like from a deep level, that's so rooted in judgment that has like a whole there's like a whole layer to that of being naive and um what like what comes with that but then also just like what what was I thinking I really I really thought that I was doing something there I really thought that I was like I was doing the Lord's work by letting them know that they were not doing or they were ruining the Lord's work by cursing I just and now I have the mouth mouth of a sailor so what the fuck anyway we've really gone over like a lot today um I I I just wanted a time to hang out and so I'm glad I got to hang out with you guys. Um, I hope that this was entertaining and please go to uh, our Instagram and let me know. Actually, we'll put some polls up on uh, our Instagram. So go check that out. We'll put some polls up about anger and I want to hear your thoughts on anger. Do you express it? How do you express it? All the type of things. I hope that you do not experience anger this week or wherever you are. Um, you are happy, healthy, and I love you so, so very much. Please share this episode if you enjoyed it and I will see you guys next time. Bye.